Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah. It's rivalry weekend here on 106.7 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Weekend Radio. And joining me to talk about the Washington football team right now on the hotline is Pete Haley of NBC Sports Washington. Pete, what up, Pistol? What's up, Adam? That song is taking me back to like middle school dances when I saw girls grinding for the first time. It's quite a quite a thing going on. Oh yeah, I know. Those were my favorite times. Just standing around, you know, wishing oh, yeah. that I had uh, you know the marbles to go up and ask the hottest girl to dance. But you know, yeah, I can relate to that, buddy. I right? can relate absolutely. Some guys are meant to just sip the Kool Aid and watch the other guys get it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was a Kool Aid sipper, just kind of like, oh, all right, yeah. You, anyone need to go to the bathroom? Like, I'm going to go for the eighth time tonight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, so let's start with this, man. How was the um, cigars and bourbon in Vegas after the four game win streak? It was it was surreal. I mean, it was a great trip, and it ended with uh, the best outcome you could have ever asked for um really fun time on friday and saturday experiencing the city and then sunday seeing that new stadium being in one of the more unique environments in the nfl and and going out after to drink some bourbon play some blackjack and then the next morning on my way out stop by the blackjack tables for a final session it's great in vegas you can be playing blackjack and then 14 minutes later you're in your tsa pre-check line it's a city (laughs) unlike any other of course (laughs) yeah absolutely and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Uh, but so I, I feel like, so at the beginning of the season when the schedule came out, I told all my friends, we're going to Vegas. We have to go to see this stadium. We have to go to this game. And then this team was 2-6, and six, and we decided, you know what, let's not buy those flights. You know, let's not pay for a hotel fare and all that. But Washington, other fans didn't care. You know, uh, it was an incredible turnout from everything I saw you guys posting um, I mean, what is that like when you see such a turnout in Vegas and then we turn around and this week we have Dallas and the conversations, all the players saying, oh, buy tickets, we want you there. But I'm expecting almost 45 to 50% Cowboys fans here in FedEx this weekend. It is a weird feeling with this team where when you go on the road to places <clears throat> excuse me, like Carolina and Vegas and even Philly, New York, basically any other stadium, you almost feel like there's as much of a presence of burgundy and gold than you do when you get to home games at FedEx Field. Now, hopefully tomorrow is a different story because it's a huge game finally, a meaningful game and against a rival. But with what I've seen at FedEx over the years, yeah, I am expecting a lot of blue as well. And uh, it's disappointing that 
fans feel like they need to go to other cities to see this team play as opposed to go to the stadium down the road. But I certainly don't blame them because the stadium down the road is kind of a complete dump and has had many miserable experiences for them based on blowouts and terrible traffic and pipes bursting. So uh, I hope tomorrow can be a temporary reprieve from that and it can be a, a really nice environment for the home side. But either way, no matter who's there, Dallas or Washington fans, I'd like it to just be full so we get that noise and get that energy that the stadium has been lacking for so many years. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how it's going to be. I, I actually don't expect it to be full. And I kind of I talked about it on my show if, if maybe a month or two ago that Washington was last in attendance and that was a victory for us, I said, because we're finally sticking it to Dan Snyder where it hurts in his wallet. Um, but anyway, let's get to the game here. My keys to victory, number one, is controlling the clock. I mean, it's pretty obvious that's been the biggest part of this four-game win streak. Um, but with Dallas, I think that's going to be tough because they somehow Dallas always gets people to get into the shootout battle that they end up being the better team in. How is Washington going to be able to not not take advantage of Dallas when they you know put so many people in the box but then again also you do want to take the deep shot every once in a while but we know the game plan is going to be give it to Gibby like 30 times I think an important part for Washington this week is to try and keep the scoreboard within one possession for the first three quarters then the fourth quarter you you kind of see what happens you hope Taylor Heineke can do his usual magic there in the final 15 minutes but um, if they get down a couple possessions early and they have to divert from giving the ball to Gibson and Heineke, his attempts get up to about 40, 45 or so, then that's going to be a big-time problem. So, um, yeah, you don't want him to be throwing some of these softer passes to that secondary because the Raiders and some of the past defenses they face have been dropping him. I don't know if Trayvon Diggs is going to let some of these Heineke balls fall to the turf. I think he's going right. to be able to snag them. So. Um, yeah, you, you want to keep it within one possession. It kind of goes the same with the control of the clock. Just do what you can to limit the Cowboys' explosiveness. And if the game's within one score in the fourth, I like Washington's chances because they seem to be able to wear teams down and then pounce. But if they have to come back from 10 points or so after halftime, then I think we could be looking at a bit of a blowout. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. One thing I guarantee happens, though, is on a third and one, they're going to – Make the handoff to Antonio Gibson. We're going to finally see Taylor Heineke run around the corner for the first down. I, I, they've just been setting that up the last few weeks. I guarantee that uh, that happens. But uh, I'm joined by Pete Haley on the hotline. Pete, let's talk about this, okay? Washington, Dallas. The division's up for grabs if Washington wins this weekend, right? I mean, do you feel like this is the this is the momentum that we've had, we've been waiting for, uh, we thought we'd have at the beginning of the season uh, based off of how last season ended. And then if Washington defeats Dallas, I mean, we're looking at a playoff berth. Yeah, you're, you're looking at a playoff berth. You're making plans for mid-January, maybe getting some road trips in order. Perhaps you're even hosting one at FedEx Field again. But, yeah, it, it took them certainly the, uh, the long route to get here. But this is the team I think we were all expecting – when the season began, an effective defense. It looks a little different, of course, without Young and Sweat on the edge, but a secondary that's pretty deep and super versatile. The linebackers, they haven't been great, but I think they have been getting better, and Cole Holcomb deserves a little more respect than he gets typically. And then the defensive line, led by Jonathan Allen, we expected to be Young or Sweat, but Allen has been the one to step up and turn in the all-pro type season. So this is a defense you can win with and you can feel pretty good with against any opponent. Now Dallas tomorrow 
will probably be its stiffest test since the bye. I know they played the Bucks, but the Bucks were missing some guys. So we can see how this defense does and a step up in that competition. Then the offense is effective enough. I think if you plugged in Taylor Heineke's stats under Ryan Fitzpatrick's name, no one would bat an eyelash. They'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know, a couple more touchdowns than picks, some good games, some bad games, but he's had a really nice stretch here. And as Scott Turner's asked a little bit less, he's gotten more out of Heineke. So it's a really fun team to watch, even if they aren't putting up a ton of points because they're so close. They're, they're very bonded. They seem like they really get along with each other, and they're just hitting the hell out of people on Sundays with this new running back-centric offense. So I've enjoyed it quite a bit, and I think they are really onto something, and I hope they can beat Dallas tomorrow to keep it going because uh, once you get five in a row, it starts to feel like anything's possible. And if you beat the Super Bowl champs, and the Cowboys to bookend that five-game winning streak, then I think you're going to start scaring some of these playoff teams if you go see them in the middle of January. Absolutely. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. Pete Haley writes about the Washington football team for NBC Sports Washington, and he's also part of the Washington Football Talk podcast. Pete, why don't you update my audience on the injuries? J.D. McKissick, Landon Collins, the other guys, who do you expect to see tomorrow? Yeah, so the four questionable players are McKissick, Collins, Davis, and Curtis Samuel. Samuel, bit of a nerve wracker there, getting put on the injury report with the groin issue. Um, but I would think all four are going to play. Uh, this isn't always the, the end-all, be-all here, but they let Landon Collins talk to the media. I think it was Wednesday. And normally they don't let injured players who aren't going to play step up to the podium. So I think that meant good things for Collins. McKissick we saw out there the past couple of days. Same with Jamin Davis, and Ron seems pretty optimistic about Davis getting out of concussion protocol. And then Samuel, anytime you see the word groin, next thing you get a little bit anxious. But uh, he was still doing stuff on Friday. It's not like he was a complete non-participant like we had seen so much during the season. So I think all four of those questionable guys are going to play with Collins perhaps being the most important just because of what Dallas is going to want to do. Even though they have those passing weapons, I think they're going to want to run the ball more at least at the beginning of the game. And Collins has shown be really good near the line of scrimmage and he does about he does things that you need two or three players normally to do with his versatility he can fill a bunch of roles just by suiting up and then McKissick helping out making this offense a little more dangerous on third down so uh, I expect good injury news on all those guys certainly at least three out of four maybe there's a surprise scratch but if I'd put my money on it I'd put all four of those guys on the field on Sunday. Pete clear something up for me real quick uh, there was some confusion about Montez Sweat is he out just this week? Do we expect him back next week? Is it, is it two games? Uh, what's the latest? Yeah, so the soonest he could be activated or, or able to play again is if uh, he tests negative next Saturday. That's the day before the Eagles game. So he could be eligible to play, but it'd be interesting. I mean, this is a guy who wouldn't have played in six games. He broke his jaw before the bye, six games, so he's been out about seven weeks. Would they put him on the field after not a single day of practice? I highly doubt it. So yeah. I would imagine he misses this weekend and misses the Eagles game. <sighs> he practices after the Eagles game and then returns for that Sunday night affair in Dallas a couple weeks from now. But, uh, you know, Ron, he seemed pretty pissed, and understandably so, when we asked him about Montez testing positive for COVID. And he almost kind of seemed like a mad parent where he's like, that's fine. We'll, we'll move on without him. We have other guys that we like, almost kind of like, hey, Montez, you want to make that decision? You're going to live with it. You're going to go sit in your room, and we're going to hang out with our other kids that we like a little bit more right now. So uh, it certainly hurts not having Montez, but I've been impressed with the backup defensive ends, and I think Rivera's confident that they can get the job done while 90 kind of gets ready to hit the field eventually. Yeah, I mean, if we hadn't won last week, 
I would have been more pissed. But I, I was furious when I heard the news because I was really sure. looking forward to him coming back. Pete, you're always a, a numbers guy. What do you think these numbers, what do these numbers mean to you? Okay, 66 to 19. 66 60. to 19. Man, what do those numbers mean? Um, I, I couldn't even tell you. I have no good guesses. The last two matchups between Washington and Dallas, uh, 66 to 19. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. We blew we blew them out twice last year. I had to look back to remind myself because I forgot about. Uh, um, I mean, I forgot about both the games. I, for some reason, I thought it was closer in my mind. So, sixty six to nineteen off the last two games. So, I, I mean, we could be looking at a blowout here. I, I, here's the thing: is with Washington against Dallas, I feel like I know in the first quarter which team really wants it more, which team's hungrier, which team's going to come out and play. I wouldn't expect a blow. The 66 to 19 is certainly a compelling uh, point of data there, but my number would be zero, as in zero snaps that Dak Prescott played <laughs> in those two games. So that would be my quick counter to that. But I will say it's been weird hearing the Cowboys sort of launch these barbs at Washington this week. It almost makes it feel like the Cowboys are the underdogs. They're the ones trying to get the favorite to lose focus. It's odd. Like, Dallas, you have the division lead. You're the better team. You're more talented. You're the one that most national pundits expect to win this division. Why are they the ones uh, going to the media and guaranteeing wins and talking about jersey sales? It's kind of weird that they are trying to get Washington off its uh, off its focus. So I like where Washington is heading into this game. I like that they are annoyed by how the Cowboys are acting, and I think they are going to come out in that first quarter and be uh, very inspired. But I'm just a little bit worried. This is It's a weird station right now in life where – Everyone's kind of looking at Washington as, as the team here to, to continue this winning streak. I'm just scared about Dallas's firepower and if uh, they get off to a good start, what Washington will do to counteract it. But uh, either way, it's just really exciting to have this Washington-Dallas rivalry mean something again. And I'm as excited for this kickoff as I've been for uh, quite some time, Awad. Yeah, I agree with you. And and for the coaches and, and that whole drama, I think Mike McCarthy's just way past his prime here. and I get, He's just trying anything right now with Dallas to uh, – uh, you know, get them going because he knows if they fail to make the playoffs, I mean, he's really on the hot seat after mm-hmm. that hot start. So, Pete, there were bets on uh, whether or not you would make it back from Vegas, so I'm really happy to know that you're back in one piece, man. Yeah, I I really, really loved it out there. It's just there's something for everybody. You can walk on the sidewalks with your beers. You can you can play blackjack morning, noon, and night. Uh, it just It just has a certain allure to it. So I certainly miss Vegas. I will be going back as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But D.C. is a great city, too. I'm happy to be back in Capitol Hill, and I'll be excited to uh, walk into that FedEx Field press box tomorrow at 1 o'clock and cover what might be a, a defining turning point for the Burgundy and Gold this year. Yep. Thanks so much, Pete. Thank you. Yep. Adam Epstein here on 106.7 The Fan, 1-800-636-1067. Now's the time. I want to hear from you. What's your official prediction? The rivalry renewed Dallas-Washington, 1 p.m. on Sunday. The season's on the line. Who you got winning? Give me your score prediction, your keys to victory, some X factors, all that and more next on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to 106.7 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein, and I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this is Haywad Weekend Radio, and... We're talking about the rivalry, Dallas-Washington. It continues Sunday, 1 p.m., the division's on the line. Uh, but my guy Tim actually tweets me. You can always tweet me throughout the show, at AWOD Radio, and uh, says that he actually thinks that Washington won't be able to uh, run all over Dallas, but he thinks it's more important to sweep Philly in, tor- in order to make the playoffs, which I can see makes some sense because if you're looking at it like, man, it's going to be tough to catch Dallas in the division. You look at the wild card race Philly's the team to to mess with. I mean, uh, Minnesota winning on Thursday night really kind of hurt us. Hopefully, uh, the 49ers lose this weekend when they play the Bengals. Uh, but I think wild card is more likely the way Washington gets into the playoffs. Let's go to the phone lines right now. Members of the AWOD Army right now is your chance to call in 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Mitch in Jersey. What's going on, Mitch? How you doing, Adam? Happy uh, belated holidays. Thank you, man. Appreciate well, that. Well, first of all, go Army. Yeah. It's going to be a great game. Can't wait to, I can't wait to see the uniforms. Um, I think Washington's going to have to win it with the defensive line. And um, uh, Taylor Hannigan, they continue to be like the Rudy of the NFL. <laughs> yeah. And with the NBA, I like to see more of a Montrez Howell. Put him in the start. Put him as a starting center. Yeah. And would they make a trade for uh, Simmons? I think the price has to come down. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the price has to come down for Simmons, and I just don't see that happening because he's so talented. Uh, with the Wizards, I, I do think, uh, excuse me, with the football team, I think it is very important, like you're saying, that we control the line of scrimmage. That's been also the biggest part of, we say, hey, it's all about controlling possession in the four-game win streak. The only reason we've been able to con- uh, control possession is because we're beating them in what Ron Rivera calls and all coaches call the point of attack right on the line. Our guys have been bigger and stronger than their guys. O-line and D-line. We've been getting off the ball quickly. Uh, We've been stopping the run with our D-line, which has helped getting after the passer. Uh, And on offense, we've been able to run, not with the most yards per per carry, but we're staying with it over and over again. And that's helping uh, the offense be able to run the ball in the fourth quarter. Let's go to Josh in D.C. What's up, Josh? What's going on, uh, Adam? Hey, man, you know, thanks for calling. That's the, the, the five-star general of the AWOD Army. What's going on? 
Hey, man. How are you doing? What's your thoughts? Man, my thoughts is this is going to be one of the most meaningful football games that we've played in a long time. You know what I mean? The stadium's going to be bumping. But, um, you know, I think we need to – our linebackers are going to have to step up. You know what I mean? We're going to have to control the line of scrimmage, like I said, and control the clock and just keep forcing the ball. Keep that we've been going, keep the plan we've been going with. Keep the blueprint. Keep going. Keep running with what we what we got. Yeah. And uh, if McKissick, if, do you know if McKissick's going to be playing? He's he's questionable, but Pete Haley says he expects McKissick and Landon and Landon Collins to play. So if McKissick plays, it's going to be a whole another. It's going to be a whole another game. That's that's Heineke's checkdown, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? We see, we can't let Dallas. We can't force Dallas into making Heineke make uh, good make make decision throws, you know what I mean? Heineke, he has to make scripted throws. He knows where the ball's going already. If Cowboys force him into making uh, make, making those throws, then that's when he's going to force picks and everything. Yeah. He's got to stick with the, the game plan. We got success. Are you going to the game? I'm not, man. I'm going to have to miss this one. But uh, uh, if we win it, I'm going to make sure to catch a game before the end of the season. Uh, but you're right. Taylor Heineke is so good at stepping back and hitting his first option or hitting the dump off. When he has to scramble and kind of make things happen, that's where we've seen the interceptions or the close would-be interceptions that have been drop passes by the uh, opposing team. So we need Taylor Heineke to play within his game and also run. I need him to get out of the pocket and move the sticks. Uh-oh. Is this really happening right now, Donald? We got a Cowboys fan on the line. You know I hate you. What up, Paul? And I hate you right back, but I love you. <laughs> That's right. Paul from D.C. Cowboys, we take it over the stadium. Going to be a lot of silver and blue and stars in the stadium. And I, I hope Taylor Heineke runs with Lil LT, Michael Parsons out there, <laughs> Hank Lawrence back, Randy Gregory back. Y'all ain't got nothing So, Paul, compared to, compared to regulars, you know, compared to the matchups we've had in the last 10 years, how confident are you in the Dallas Cowboys coming into this matchup here where we're the hottest team in the NFC East right now? You guys are the ones that have kind of been up and down struggling recently. Extremely confident. We, y'all are part of our get-right game. We're getting back. Never in the history of Cowboys-Washington football team have you guys won three in a row against us. It ain't going to happen. Dak Prescott 7-1 and one against the Washington football team, whatever you guys call but. Taylor Heineke is going to be put in his place by that Dallas defense. I don't know about that, Paul. Paul, you know what I think is going to happen? I think think Dak Prescott is going to get sacked. He's going to fumble the ball. It's going to be recovered in the end zone. It's going to be just like three years ago, man. Exactly. That's how far you got to go back. But (laughs) with Dak out there, 300-plus yards, two touchdowns, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, you're scared of all those names. We I are, love you, but, but I But you guys you are going to be one-dimensional, Paul. You're not going to be able to run Go on Cowboys. us. Cowboys. That's all right. <laughs> I appreciate the call, man. Always fun to hear from both sides. When I return, I'll be joined by Mark Schofield to go around the NFL and give you my picks for the weekend. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to 106.7 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. If you missed any of the show, you can always rewind with the Odyssey app. Back it up to 7.30 a.m. and catch the tip-off of the show and ride it all the way till 10 a.m. Or you can also check us out on the podcast at Overtime. Search Overtime on 106.7 The Fan on any of the podcast feeds. Joining me on the hotline right now is my guy Mark Schofield, who covers the NFL. What's going on, Mark? 
What's going on, Adam? How you doing this lovely Saturday here I'm in the doing, D.C. area? I'm doing great, man. I, we got a rivalry renewed here with Washington and Dallas. Uh, so let's get your thoughts on that first. Of course, we want to start there. Uh, it feels like Washington has all the momentum coming into this game. Uh, but if it ends up being a shootout, I really do favor the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're generally right. Washington does have the momentum. Um, obviously, with all the wins they put together after their bye, the way that that Dallas offense seems to be out of sorts right now, I think a lot of that has to do with the health of Dak Prescott. I think it kind of starts there. Uh, I think you watch in the past couple of weeks, you watch that game against the Raiders on Thanksgiving Day, for example. He, he's missing some throws that he usually makes, and I think it starts with that lower body injury. As far as it turning into a shootout, I think generally you're right, Adam. If it turns into a shootout, you'd favor Dallas with the weapons they have on both, on that offense with the ability of that, those receivers to make some plays in the downfield passing game with what they can do in the run game. But I'm not so sure it can turn into a shootout right now, A, with the way that Prescott is playing, B, if you watch Dallas the past couple of weeks, teams like Denver have put together sort of a recipe, right? Get physical in the secondary, play physical at the catch point, sort of narrow those throwing lanes as best you can and then disrupt when the ball arrives. That's what Denver did. They did it very well. I, I think that's a recipe that Washington can try to follow. So I think if it does manage to get into a shootout, you favor Dallas, but I'm not so sure it gets there. That's interesting there. So uh, let's get to the 1 o'clock games here. Um, so I've been a, ba- a gambling man, so I, I want to get your take on this. I'm just blown away uh, that you can get the Ravens for plus money. I know the game's in Cleveland, a home game for the Browns. But they've been up and down this season. We don't really know what to expect from Baker Mayfield uh, health-wise. Uh, he seems to be okay, but they're 6-6 six and six on the season. The Ravens 8-4, and four, and they really do need this win uh, for playoff seeding. I would take the Ravens' money line and the over 42.5 because I just feel like this is a game that Baltimore probably wins 28-24. I know both teams like to run, but I, I expect a few breakaway runs for some long touchdowns. Uh, what are your thoughts in this Ravens-Browns game? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, odds makers are looking at, at Baltimore right now and just seeing how banged up that team is, you know, how they're certainly going to struggle on the defensive side of the ball because of how thin they are right now, obviously not without Marlon Humphrey. And I think that's also a reflection of how offensively Baltimore is really out of whack. I mean, ever since Miami, that game that Thursday night, they haven't been able to handle those sort of zero blitz looks they don't seem to have an answer for them. Pittsburgh used a lot of that last weekend. They're just relied on Lamar Jackson to make plays, and sometimes that will work, but sometimes it doesn't work, and we're seeing more of it not working right now. So I think that's going to be an issue for the Baltimore Ravens. They have to figure out how to handle those, how to either give Lamar some checks at the line of scrimmage, do some different things with route concepts, do some different things with protections. But it's an issue that keeps coming up week after week after week, and you know that the Cleveland Browns, are going to follow that playbook. I think it's going to be, I don't know about the over in this one, Adam, just because, like you said, both teams really want to run the football. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with Cleveland. Like, they want to lean on that run game, lean on that offensive line. They really want to sort of limit what Baker Mayfield needs to do. So I, and I lead towards the under there, and I sort of understand why Vegas put the, the money line where it is. Um, do I think Baltimore can win? Yeah. But I think the way that that team is so beat up right now, it's just it's something about me looks at Baltimore and thinks, I'm not so sure right now in the AFC North they're going to be able to hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. The only thing I would say about the over is that 
Uh, I expected a lot of runs from Minnesota and Pittsburgh, and those runs turned into touchdowns from Dallas. Yeah, Cook, I mean, that's a very know? good point, Adam. I mean, a 68-yard touchdown run counts the same as a five-yard touchdown pass. So yeah. There you go. All right, so let's get into Raiders and Chiefs. The Chiefs are on a five-game win streak, and that started five games ago uh, on Sunday Night Football, I believe it was, uh, when they took on the Raiders uh, in Vegas and defeated them uh, in a really high-scoring affair. So now the Raiders travel to Kansas City. The number is Kansas City minus 10 over-under at 48. I don't really have a feel on the over-under. Um, I, I think the Chiefs will win this game, but I, I have a feeling that they won't cover the 10-point spread. I, I think they'll cover it. I think, you know, like you said, that win against the Raiders a couple weeks ago was sort of the start of their streak, and it was the start of people thinking, oh, they figured it out. But one of the things that sort of worked for them that night was the Raiders, Gus Bradley, very much a single high cover one, cover three defensive coordinator. Like, that's where he wants to live. They don't really have the personnel to do the sort of cover two, two deep safety stuff that a lot of teams have used to really slow down Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense. They tried it, Jonathan Abram, making him be one of those sort of half-field deep safeties. That's not his skill set. He's very much a down-in-the-box type of guy, and then you have the other safety play deep. So unless they've sort of figured something out over the past couple of weeks, I think they're going to end up doing that single high stuff, which plays to where Kansas City wants to be, allows them to throw the ball, allows them to attack downfield vertically up the seams with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. So I think I think they'll be able to cover the 10 because it'll be very much like that first meeting where they're going to see the defenses that they'd rather play against as opposed to those sort of cover two, cover four shells that work to keep everything in front that dare you to run the football, which Kansas City has struggled to do at times. So I think this plays favorably for Kansas City this weekend. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan, AWOD Weekend Radio. I'm Adam Epstein. Joining me right now on the hotline is Mark Schofield, who writes for Touchdown Wire. That's uh, the football account for USA Today. And, uh, Mark, we're at this interesting point of the season where some teams are playing in their division, like Washington, Dallas, Falcons, Panthers, and some teams are going cross-conference in a matchup that really could decide playoff seeding. And one I want to focus in on is the 49ers against the Bengals. The 49ers, the seventh seed in the East at 6-6. Six and six. The Bengals, the sixth seed, uh, I said the East, in the NFC. And the Bengals, the sixth seed in the AFC. Uh, you know, it's kind of a pick em, in my opinion. Who, who do you like in that matchup? I, I mean, I, I understand why it's a pick them in your mind, and I'm right there with you. This was really tough to call. You're looking at the, game, the slate of games this week. This might be one of the toughest. I'd lean with Cincinnati because sometimes when you get down the stretch, sometimes when you get into games like this, you just ask yourself, which quarterback do you trust more? And as much as that 49ers team has sort of you know, put together some nice wins, put themselves back in the playoff mix, when it comes down to it, I just trust Joe Burrow right now, even at this point in his career, more than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, Kyle Shanahan is a great play caller, play designer. Yes, what he does, particularly in the run game, very creative, very effective. They put so much stress on defensive fronts. But I just really trust Joe Burrow. I think he makes better decisions with the football. I think he's aggressive downfield, but within reason. He doesn't take a tremendous amount of risks, but when he does, they're calculated, they're good decisions. And I trust him running the football, I mean, running that offense, throwing the football around a lot more than I trust Jimmy Garoppolo. And, Frankly, sometimes that's all that matters, which team has the better quarterback, and I think Cincinnati does. Yeah, absolutely. And then I would ask the follow-up question, who do you trust in the quarterback matchup between uh, Josh Allen and Tom Brady? I mean, 
uh, <laughs> it's pretty obvious you go with Brady. And I mean, here's the thing with this with this game. Okay, it's, it feels like everything's going right for Tampa to win this game. The Bills looked terrible last time out. They've looked bad uh, a lot of this season. They can't run the ball. Whereas this game's in Florida at home for the Bucks, who are hot. They're five to zero at home. Brady's having another incredible season, and they can run the ball successfully. Yeah, I mean, this does set up very favorably, like for all the reasons you outlined, Adam. That you know you would expect. Look, it's Tom Brady. It's down the stretch. It's November. I mean, it's December. It's basically playoff football now. This is when Brady's usually at his best. I think if you're a Bills fan. If you're somebody that's believing in the Bills, this is kind of what you hang your hat on. Here's the Pro Bills case. One, it's going to be a lot different than it was Monday night. This is a game. This is an environment. This is a setup that's probably set up as best for the Bills as you can imagine. It's against the defense in Tampa Bay that you don't want to run against. They're very good against the run, so you want to throw it more. Put it in Josh Allen's hands. And it's also going to be a much better environment weather-wise than you certainly saw Monday night when you had 55-mile-an-hour winds that really limited what – Buffalo could do in the passing game. And now, interestingly enough, I think Sean McDermott has that sort of trump card as a coach, which is nobody believes in us now. I think early in the year, even into sort of, say, late October, early November, you talk to people covering the Bills and they would tell you, it just seems like they don't have the fire that they had last year. It's almost like they sort of bought into their own hype and they don't have sort of the motivational factor to go out there and just prove people wrong. Well, now they're two games back in the AFC East. They just got beat by a team that threw the ball three times in front of a national audience, and everybody's praising Bill Belichick, saying that he's the greatest coach of all time yet again, and that the Bills have the inability to win big games. This gives Sean McDermott the ability to walk into that locker room and say, look, nobody really believes in us now. Like, you've got to go out there, and it's us against the world. I know that sounds cliched and corny, but in this strange season with the Bills, this might have been the sort of kick in the butt that they needed to get going and start winning games again. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, Marky Mark, before we let you go, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. I think it's pretty obvious uh, in the NFC, Cardinals win their division, Packers, Tampa, and Dallas. Uh, We'll see what happens between Washington and Dallas, but I think Dallas will win the NFC East. And there's three wild card matchups, and, of course, there's 17 weeks this year, so a lot of football still to be played. Rams, Washington, 49ers, Vikings, Eagles, Carolina, Falcons, maybe even Saints still in it. Heck, you could throw Seattle in it if they win this weekend. Who are the three teams in the wild card for you? I mean, right now, I think the Rams still get in. I think Sean McVay, he figured out what to do on offense. He got a little bit more balance against Jacksonville, so I still like the Rams. I I, I like the way the 49ers have played down the stretch. I, I really do. I think... You know, as much as I talked about Joe Burrow and I believe in him over Garoppolo, I think they'll have enough to get in. And then in the East, it comes down to Washington, Philadelphia, in my mind. I think both of those teams have put themselves into a position where they can say, yeah, you know what? We've got an opportunity here down the stretch. You've got an opportunity to win some games. You've got an opportunity to get yourself into the playoff. And it goes to that question, which quarterbacks do you trust more? As I said earlier, sometimes that's what it comes down to. Sitting here right now. I'd lean Taylor Haneke over Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think they're both young, talented quarterbacks. It wouldn't surprise me if both teams have them as their week one starters next year. It could be Gardner right Minshew. <laughs> I, I know it could be Minshew. I mean, he played really well against the Jets, but I think I think right now with, with how well they're playing, I'd lean Washington and Haneke to get that third wild card spot. Yeah. All right, Mark, we got to run. Thanks so much, man. Thanks so much, my friend. Have a great weekend. Yep, you too, man. Always appreciate Mark Schofield hopping on. You can follow him on Twitter 
at Mark Schofield and uh, check out his words for the NFL Wire. I'll be right back. Final segment on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to 106.7 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein, and a big thank you, a huge thank you to my three guests, Chase Hughes, Pete Haley, and Mark Schofield, and an even bigger thank you to those out there, members of the AWOD Army, who called into the show or tweeted me throughout the show at AWOD Radio. The show doesn't doesn't go on without you guys' support and you guys' phone calls. And look, I mean, I can talk DC sports for about 16 hours straight. I've tied myself. 16 hours, and then I'll run out of breath and I'll pass out. But I could talk Wizards, football team, Nats, Caps, DC United, all that and more for 16 hours. But the the show is so much better when I get callers out there. So I appreciate you guys calling in. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at AWOD Radio and help me on my quest towards 10K by the end of the year. Real quick, I'm going to go through these NFL games to give you my picks. I like the Ravens, 1 o'clock. Uh, Jags, Titans, I like the Titans, Raiders Chiefs, I like the Chiefs. Saints Jets, I like the Saints. Washington over Dallas. Uh, Atlanta over Carolina. Seattle over Houston. Broncos over Lions. Uh, Chargers over Giants. Bengals over Niners. Bucks over Bills. Packers over Bears. And the Cardinals to win on Monday Night Football. Thanks so much. I've, this has been another edition of AWOD Weekend Radio with your boy Adam Epstein. I'll see you next week on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 